This is Andy Puroff for Boxing Social in association with Betfred, and I'm joined by Dave Caldwell over Zoom. Dave, good morning. How are you? All right, thanks, mate. How are you? I'm good. It's good to catch up. Obviously, a great night of boxing last night. Let's get straight into it. Connor Ben with a devastating first round knockout victory against Samuel Vargas. Talk to me about it, Dave. Yeah, do you know what? I didn't expect it to be as quick as that. Um, I uh, I thought it was going to be a t- I generally thought it was going to be a tough test. Obviously, you're looking at, at Vargas and what is uh, you know who he's been in with the, the fights that he's had, the performance that he's put up. Um, I know people talking about Virgil Ortiz uh, stopping him in seven last time out, but that's Virgil Ortiz, and I rate Virgil Ortiz as like the world's best prospect. I think he's he's, he's a fantastic fighter, a great great prospect, and I think he's going to go on to be one of the superstars of sport. I still see Conor Ben as developing and learning on the job at 24 years old, limited amateur experience. We all know the story, um, and I thought this was a really really good test for him. Um, don't get wrong, I thought that Conrad beat him. But I thought he'd have some rough moments. I thought, he, you know, he, I, I didn't know whether he would stop him late. Um, I kind of thought possibly he wins on points. Um, but he got his timing straight away. And his accuracy was fantastic. Crisp, fast shots. He didn't seem to load um, on, on the shots at all. Just let him go snappy and sharp. And it was, you know, the variety of punches in the sequence that he, he was throwing. Um, he saw Vargas's head bouncing back and then obviously gets interrupted. And I know a, a few people say, oh, was it stopped prematurely? But when you see when he goes to ropes and Vargas's head snaps back, you look at his eyes and he, and, he, and he sags. That's the kind of view that we saw that the ref had. And so really, you know, it, it was a, a good stoppage from, from the ref's point of view because he sees that, that spot there. I know he, he, he like comes too straight away, but they didn't really complain too much. Um, so, you know, that kind of tells a, a story in itself. Um, but it was fantastic. I don't think it was stopped prematurely um, because of the way that, that Vargas reacted to the punches. I mean, that's we've seen him so many times where you see somebody's head snaps back and the referee doesn't stop it. They get cleaned out with shot and everybody gets on the ref's case saying, oh, I should have stopped it. You saw his, edge roll, his, head, his eyes roll back in the back of his head and blah blah so kind of like that's what the ref saw we saw that angle from from one of the one of the angles that we saw on camera and that's where you look at you think yeah stop the fight and um it was a great stoppage really really was a lot of talk after the fight as to what's next for Connor Dave. Connor immediately calling out Amir Khan, Cal Brook, but Amir Khan seems to be the one he was kind of shouting for the most. Kind of, what's your thoughts on what's next for him? Are you somebody who's maybe a bit more conservative about matching him up with somebody like an Amir Khan or Cal Brook, or do you think it would be the right move? Um, sometimes boxing is about timing, isn't it? Um, you look at Amir Khan and and he's not the fighter that he once was. Um, so that's a very intriguing fight. I wouldn't be opposed to that fight. I do think it's a step up. I do think it's a very because um, Amir Khan, even for a few rounds, his legs are still very good and he's still going to be punching fast. Um, but the thing about Amir Khan is when he when he does get tagged by a puncher, then you do see a reaction. And as he's getting older, that reaction is going to be greater and possibly quicker. Um, but um, I would like to see that fight. I'm not, not going to lie. As a fan, I've, you know, uh, I, that's, that's a great fight. It's a very, another intriguing fight. Um, 
that sort of thing, yeah, fair enough. There are other fighters out there that you could say are good building fights for him because that was a step up last night, Vargas. But it was a step up because they thought it was... And, and the reason why that opponent, I would imagine, was picked was because he was going to give him problems um, with his experience, with his durability, with his toughness and know-how in that ring. He was going to give him problems that he would have to encounter and overcome. Perhaps he's not had before in his career. Um, but what happens is, is when we set fighters up and then they blow them away before they've encountered those problems, those question marks are still there. And it's not a case of question marks as in doubting Conor Ben's ability or whoever it is that you've got doubting their ability. It's it's the question marks as in you want to see them experience that before they go into a top-level fight where then they're presented with those, those problems for the first time in at that top level where maybe because a fighter who's perhaps on the downward slope or a fighter who's not quite at that top, top level will ask you those questions, find a couple of chinks in your armour, and then in the fight you can adapt to that and you learn from it, you grow from it, and then you come through with a win. When you go straight in against the top fighters of that sort, that are going to give you them sort of problems, if that's the first time you're experiencing it and you're having to work it out in there, if they're, that, if, if they're at that level, they don't let you work the, the problems out. They don't let you solve the puzzle and they take advantage of it. And then we say, oh, it was too soon. You know, it was the experience, blah, blah. So it's a very, very tricky one because, Yes, on paper, you look at it, Vargas, that was a test passed glowingly and fantastically, amazingly. But none of the questions were asked by Vargas of what we expected, you know. Um, so I would still like to see him in a fight like that where, where he's going to have those kind of questions. That, not questions, but he's going to experience those situations before he gets let off the leash. He's 24 years old. I think he's, he's developing fantastically. I think Tony Sims is doing an amazing job with him. Um, that bond and that connection that them two must have to get the best out of him, to see him soak everything up and constantly learning, constantly developing. That's brilliant. And the more time that they have, the more that's going to be added to Connor and, and the, the better he's going to be. And then, because, you know, mentioning people like Sean Porter and people like that, uh, I'm not doubting that in time he can he can he can get in there with those guys and possibly beat those guys in time with more more experience and more things added to him. Um, but right now, that's a big jump. That is a big jump, and it's a lot of unknowns carrying into an elite level, you know, sort of fight, you know, top quality level fighter. Um, so, who's next? There's, there's a lot of other fighters out there that would be good fights for him. Um, you know, uh, one one that you could say is is uh, Avenison. You know, that's that's a that's a fantastic fight. Before he fought somebody like Porter, uh, Spence, you know, big names like that. Then, yes, Amir Khan, I'm I'd be happy for Avenison. I'd be more than happy for um, as a fan, as somebody looking, you know, and and seeing. Um, because if he's if you're saying that he's you know if he's ready to go in with your porters and your people like that, then David Avenisian's European champion, and that would be a hell of a fight, um, and that would give you up 
everything that you expected from, well, more, everything that you'd expect from Vargas, putting it on him, soaking up punishment, you know, working the body, keep coming forward. That would be David Avenician. But the added added danger of the power of Avenician as well, you know. So um, as a neutral, that that would be a great fight for me. Um, but again, if if I was looking after him, then I would want to see him in against somebody else before I would want to see that kind of fight that we would have got against Vargas if he hadn't got rid of him straight away before he goes in with an Avenician. That's what I would say, because Avenician's, we saw against Josh Kelly, he's, he's, he's very, very uh, battle-hardened, he's tough. He can take the shots and get hurt early doors and come through, um, which, you know, often does, you know, find a lot of fighters um, that are lacking the experience, uh, finds them out. But, you know, there's, listen, I, I just think he's 24. I just think he's developing at such a great rate that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to like rush into something too big too quick when he's still developing. But they see what they see in the gym. They know how good he is, and, and that's you know I often say you know people don't see when when you're not in that gym saying it same day in day out, then you don't know what they're capable of. You're only going on the fights that they've had and the experience that you see on paper that what they've got. Um, so it's a very difficult question when you're saying, oh, we should do, we should, because ultimately we don't know. We, you know, we can only say what we see ourselves. Um, I just, yes, the calm fight, I would love to see as a, as a, as a fan. Um, so, yeah, you know. One name, one final name I want to push at you is somebody I saw mentioned by a few people, Michael McKinson. Do you think that would be a good matchup because of the stylistic kind of challenges it could pose, or do you think kind of needs to be looking beyond the domestic scene now? Um, I, I don't, I don't see how that's a. Without being, we've seen majority of us seen McKinson once, you know, in that in that in his last fight, and it was a good performance, yes, but. Um, is it? Uh, I, 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 I'm not. I'm not running McKinson down. I think he's very good at what he does, but I don't see how how he would leapfrog other fighters in in when you're looking at, at you know bringing in bringing Conor Ben on for up here. You're trying to go. McKinson's still down down there. It's like you know you, you could talk about loads of fighters that are coming through and you know um, and everybody's reaching for something that's above them. McKinson wants. Connor Ben because it'll put him up. You know, I've I've I managed um, Samuel Antway and he's always talking about shouting about y'all get me him get me him get him. You know, you've got Florian Marku that's shouting for Connor Ben. Everybody that's below somebody wants to reach up to fight for somebody, but those that, that you're trying to reach up, they're reaching up for there and they want to develop themselves to get up there. So you know, when you've just fought um, a, a Samuel Vargas, a name that's like I said, you went seven rounds with with Ortiz, he's, you know, he's, he's been in with your cons and your people like that, good, good, good fighters, then without being disrespectful, for a Conor Ben to then take on uh, a Michael McKinson, although we know McKinson's uh, uh, quality, 
it it doesn't it doesn't really match up with what what they're trying to do looking after their fire ultimately everybody's looking after their own fires so obviously the management of of, of michael are going to want that fire but ultimately connor ben his management and his people are in the connor ben business trying to develop him as well do you know what I mean? so uh that's not really a fight that that i would be excited for as such Moving on, Dave. Um, Shannon Courtney becoming a new world champion last night, defeating Ebony Bridges. A great fight for, for the, the 10 rounds. Just your thoughts on that? I thought it was a great fight. Really, really good fight. Forget all the, the, the talk before about what everybody's wearing and all this sort of stuff. I, I thought that that shit was all just cringing. And, you know, at the end of the day, you don't see male fighters talking about, oh, he's wearing fucking night pants he's wearing speedos he's wearing whatever do you know what I mean nobody gives a shit but it was blow- it was like mentioned constantly about what Ebony Bridges is wearing what's that who gives a shit ultimately the fight was a good fight to watch it was a really good fight to watch and yes I get the eyes were on on the fight because of the talk beforehand and i get that i understand that um but the most important thing is that those two girls absolutely put it all on the line and it was brilliant and and it's coming on the back of some great women's fights they're going out there and giving absolutely everything you know terry Harper and tasha jonas was unbelievable you see katie taylor and, and pursuing and people like that and you just see what what they put on the line and, and once that bell goes, however the way that they're selling it or however the way the fights are happening, once that bell goes, they're putting on some great fights. And the eye on Bridges and she kept going and she was hurt and she was gassed really bad. She was tired, but she kept going and going and going. Courtney got caught a few times and, and buzzed a few times, but she kept... It was a great fight to watch, a really good fight to watch. I really enjoyed it. And so, yeah, fair play to him. Um, credit where it's due, brilliant fight. And, and, and another one to show that, that women's boxing is... A, and a, when they get the matching right, it's very appealing and it's very enjoyable when they get the matching right. But there are far too many. Because of... And I understand it. It's because the, the pool isn't very deep. And so it's like you can't get it's like savannah marshall she gets a last minute pull out you know a week before 10 days a week before i think it was and it's like how do you get somebody that that that's going to be a good enough level to give savannah marshall who i think is the best on the planet how do you get her a test or something that's worth it's going to make it look like a competitive fight and it's very very hard at last minute it's very very hard um, and that's a problem that, that women's boxing's got at the moment, but it's getting better. It is getting better. And last night with Courtney and, and Bridges, you saw that. Let's move on to Savannah. Routine third round stoppage victory for her. Uh, as you mentioned, there's kind of a last minute replacement opponent. What do you yeah. think it next for her? Does it have to be the Clarissa Shields fight? It doesn't have to be, but it's what you want, isn't it? It's what you want. Um, I just think that, that Savannah, I don't think anyone anyone out there is is, is on her skill set. I, I just don't think anyone's on her level, her boxing ability. I, I watched her live when she won the, the title. And I'll tell you what, you could hear, I've never been at a women's fight where you could hear the punches land 
with with some serious power. She carries power, but she's got the she's got the um, uh, the boxing ability and the skill set, and she's she's just I really enjoy watching. Her. I think she's a really good fighter, and and I, I think she beat Clarissa Shields again. I, I I think she does a job on her. I really do. Um, and so yeah, I would love to see that fight. I think it's a fantastic fight. Going to I think her obviously Katie Taylor's the the you know she's done everything, but I think Katie Taylor and and Savannah Marshall. I think they're 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 two outstanding talents, and yes, Clarissa Shields is obviously, but I just think Savannah Savannah beats her. Final thought from last night. I want to touch on before we come on to your guys, Dave, the um, Cash Farouk and Alex Espinosa about terrific fight once again, another great performance from Cash Farouk. What did you make of it? I like Cash Farouk. I think he's very very good. I, I love what he does. You know, he's in that he's in that pocket all the time, rumbling forward, head dropping picking his little shots and 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 then turn him into a power shot. He's a very, very good fighter. Very, very good fighter. Um, I, and I'm probably going against the grain here and people are like, well, but I don't, I think he gets hit a lot. People people talk about as though, as though he never gets hit, you know, when, when you're watching it, yes, nobody's mentioned, but yes, he is getting it. That's why he's getting, he marks up every fight. You know, he does get hit a lot. But his defense and he, he rides them old school. He just he, he rides them as a landing and things like that. It's brilliant and he's brilliant to watch. I love to watch him. I'm a big fan of his. But he does get it a lot. And and you know either I'm seeing things that aren't happening or I'm right. And and you know it just don't put it this way. If if that was um, a slick boxer in there and and. They're winning every round, but they get in it like three or four times in a in a round. Everyone's going, oh, he gets hit to oh, they need to work on his defense. Oh, if it's an anti-foul in there and he's getting, oh my god, they need to work on his defense. Is this is this? If that was a Conor Ben in there and he was getting it, they'd be talking about him getting it. But Cash Cruz getting it quite a lot, but because he's he's landing so much more and he's at work rate and it's it's fantastic to watch. They're not actually calling the fact that he's, he's getting it, and it's like, well, I wonder if he get hit if he gets hit the same amount of times against a uh, Inui or a uh, um, uh, Casemiro, um, does he take those same sort of shots? That's what you've got to look at, you know. It's 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 all it's all even you know. Listen, I would love to see right now the rematch with McGregor and Fruk. That is the one. That is the one I would love to see that fight, um, and I think Fruits an outstanding talent. Don't get me wrong; I'm not knocking him. I think he's an outstanding talent, and I love to watch him. But it's the same thing as with any fight. You've got to you've got to kind of like judge him quite the same and say, well, is you know, yeah, he does get hit quite a lot. If he steps up to that level, can he take the same sort of punches that he's taking off a of guys that are, you know eight stoppages out of twenty one? Can he take the same sort of sort of punishment off of guys that are a little bit harder punches, a little bit better quality, you know. Um, but in his style and how he is, I, yeah, I love to watch him box. Dave, moving forward and on to your guys. I'm going to start with Lerone Richards. Lerone, we've been waiting to see him back in the ring for his December when he thought it's been about four months now. What is the latest with Lerone, Dave? Training is working hard. Um, we've, I've been told 
a possible date. We're just waiting for it to be announced. Um, so it's not really a lot I can say. It's not my job. I don't manage him. I only train him. Um, so Eddie's his promoter and, and Sam Jones is manager. So we know what we've got to do and we'll work to it. But it's not really a lot I can say other than he's working really hard in the gym. Um, and yeah, just trying to trying to get some more spite in the kid um, because he's got he's got the skills, he's got the talent. Um, it's just just trying to trying to make him a little bit more spiteful. No, no, he's not he's not going to be a come forward aggression, you know, cash for type fight where he's throwing a million punches around and and trying to smash you to bits. But just I just want to see him do a little bit more and and be a little bit more spiteful. It's an outstanding talent, and we've we've got a date that we're working towards. Just wait for announcements and see what happens. Hopi Price, I know he's back in the gym as well, alongside Jordan Gill. But we'll start with Hopi. What is going to be the plan with Hopi next? Um, he was back. He had a week off. Came straight back in. Um, outstanding talent, mate. He's he's mustard. He's very very good. Been getting some great work in with uh, Leon Woodstock. Um, I've had Stephen Cairns who's a, a, a Big prospect that I managed from Ireland, 18 years old. Great talent. Uh, those who have been working alongside uh, Leon Woodstock, um, getting some great rounds in. Um, hope he's ready to go. Eight eight rounds next, 10 rounds next. He, he's ready to go. Um, and, you know, we tried to get the Zayda same fight last time out. I would love that fight again this time. If not, um, um, uh, Mahmoud uh, would, would be happy to, you know, go for that fight. Um, he's a really good talent and everybody that's been in the ring with him I'll, I'll, I'll tell you he's a really good talent got an unbelievable attitude um, I just like him I just need him to be busy um, Eddie mentioned to me that he'll be out in May I'm just waiting on confirmation you know we're, we're in the middle of April now we're ready to go um, I'd just like a I'd just like a confirmed date um, and then you know we can we can get cracking but I'm I'm excited about that kid's future. He's he's outstanding. It really is. And his, his attitude is just the best attitude I've ever come across. You know, he's so so grounded. Um, nothing fears him at all. He's he's got ice in his veins. He really has. And finally, Jordan Girl, what is next for the thrill, Dave? Another one. Just waiting. Just waiting to find out. See see what happens. Um, I know there's been there's been talk. Um, about certain opponents. He's number five in the WBA now, so it's just a case of, of uh, seeing, you know, seeing what's next. Again, I just, I'd like to, I'd like him to be out, um, you know, June, July, um, and then, you know, we can get cracking. Now, just a few quick ones. I want to just go run past you very quickly. Um, somebody who you've picked up in your management stable, who I've got to know well over the last few years, Raza Hamza. What is the plan yeah. with Raza? Dave, talk to me about that link up. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's uh, Arun Edley's coach. Uh, I work very well with him. He's a good friend of mine. Um, they asked me to uh, if I would I would speak to Raza. Um, I like the kid. He, you know, he's 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 a very nice kid. He's got talent. Um, Fifteen oh and one his record. Um, needs to get him to English title. In, in, you know, get him to that English title uh, mix. Um, get him a crack at that, something like that, and then you know move on from there. Um, obviously Lee Woods the British champion as Lee moves on then he's somebody that I would like to see fill that void as far as you know my stable's concerned um, but he needs to get you know in, in, I'd like him to get the you know get the English title route get that nailed down 
um, get some experience of, of you know real fights, you know, and and then we crack on. Moving forwards next weekend, Demetrius Andrade, Liam Williams. How do you see playing out, Dave? Oh, good fight, good fight, really good fight. Liam Williams is strong as a bull. He's really strong and he's sharp. He's you know he's looking very good right now. Um, he's full of confidence right now. Um, you know they really really fancy it. And uh, Andrade is 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 a talent. He's skillful. Um, he's not somebody that excites me much. Uh, he always comes out. He always seems to have a look look dynamite for a round or two, and then just you know just just goes through the motions sort of thing. Um, It'd be interesting. It's an interesting fight. I, I generally don't know. I, I, I give Liam a, a, a great shout, um, but Andrade, he, 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 even though he's not, he's not um, he, he, for me, he's not my favourite fighter to watch. But I rate him. He is very, very good. It's a very, very tough task for, for Liam. Um, but if Liam can get on him and bully him and and you know and and outstrength him and and just be horrible with him, really. Then I, I give him a I give him a really good chance. It's a good fight. I can't wait for that one. Dave, final thing. A lot of talk about Fury AJ. Will it happen? Will it not? I believe today's the day when they'll be presented with the offers. In your opinion, from everything you've heard, from anything you might know on the inside, do we see that fight this year? I think so, but it's so weird because you hear stuff coming from camps where it's like. Deadlines and and oh, fight's not going to happen. So, if if they want the fight to happen, and they're wanting to get, you know, if things are very close to having, you know, you if you know that yo all you wait for is a couple of offers that are going to come in the next week. Or so, I don't get why you, why you'd be so well. If we don't get that offer in three days, and that's it, it's done. Just let it happen if you've waited all this time then what's another week if you know that that's a deadline if 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 the deal was you know 30 days or whatever to to, to get a venue um if you're that close then don't walk away or or is that just just to keep people talking about it because everyone's kind of you know fed up of talking about it um will it won't it will it won't i think it'll happen because if it's that close sure that means if you've agreed virtually everything apart from where it's going to be, and obviously the site fee has a lot to do with how much money you're going to, going to generate, but surely they must have had some sort of ideas what the site fees for these venues are going to be, just waiting for in, in, in writing confirmation, then we present them to the fighters and then you choose where you want to box. If it's at that stage now where they've got them in writing, then surely it's just a matter of picking where you want to box and which is the best deal for you. Um, but it, 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 it kind of makes me laugh that um, it's like there's all these different promoters that are involved in it. But there's only Eddie that's really, really driving it to fucking make it happen. There's nothing stopping Frank Warren or Bob Arams like going around the world and getting these offers and looking to stage the fight themselves. There's nothing stopping them. You know, they're big, powerful men in the sport. They're big, powerful promoters with shitloads of money and shitloads of contacts. Why aren't they, you know, working hard to 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 make make the fight in case Eddie can't pull it off? If Eddie can't pull it off, then you can say, "See, we made it. You didn't. You shit. Whatever." But they just sat there, waiting, slagging him off, and saying he's never going to do it, never going to do it. But they're not doing it themselves. They're not trying to do it themselves. You know, it's it's 
it's just I don't, I don't know I don't know maybe maybe they haven't got the clout maybe maybe they, maybe I'm wrong but like Bob Aaron and 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 Frank Warren they're massive promoters you're not talking about Eddie's got Anthony Joshua and he's looking trying to get this fight made for Anthony Joshua and I'm managing Tyson Fury and I'm me and somebody else are trying to trying to scurry around and trying to get contacts and stuff to get a venue, get contacts and 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 drum in enough enough money to make the fight. No, you're talking about three major powerhouses in in boxing for years. Well, two of them for years and years and years, and Eddie over the last whatever it's been. But there's only one man that's going out there that's trying to get it done. But yet, every all everybody else is doing. Is looking at him and slagging him off and saying, this fight's not going to happen. You're shit. You're this, you're that. You're not going to get it done. Well, get it done yourself. All right, Dave, we will leave up there now. I'll leave you to enjoy the rest of your day. I know you've got to shoot off for training this morning. I appreciate your not time. Training. We've got a match. We've got a match. <laughs> well, I'm sure you, your son's looking forward to that, being able to get back out, I take it. Yeah, definitely. He's loving it. He's loving it. He's, uh, he's back playing. He's been playing. He's had his uh, first couple of games already. But this is our first game, our Sunday league team. So, yeah, it's our first league game. So, oh, we're well, happy. Good luck with that then today, Dave. I appreciate your time. Cheers, mate. Thanks, Thank mate. You. Cheers.